This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. On today's episode, I want to revisit last week for a second. Last week was a very unorthodox episode. If you have not heard it, please go back and listen to last week's episode. It's called Don't Overcomplicate, Commit. And that episode, God really just <laughs> disrupted everything that I had going on. I wasn't even working on the podcast at the time, but he really just pulled me out of what I was doing um, so that I can facilitate the prayer call that happened last week. And I do want to address one thing. So someone sent a message to us on Instagram about how we had ads in last week's episode. And it's something that I thought about prior to putting the episode out that I hated that I had to interrupt the prayer to put the ads in, but I'm contractually obligated to do ads and they're booked way before the podcast comes out. I have ads that have been purchased for the rest of the year for the podcast and I record in real time. So I don't record six, seven episodes at a time to where I'm that far ahead. I record them in real time. And so I have ads purchased for shows that I've not recorded yet. And so one thing that I wanted to do though, and we sent this to uh, the person who brought it up to us, but I wanted to also offer this. I sent it to the society members as well, but I wanted to offer this to you guys. If you want a copy of last week's prayer uninterrupted with no ads, I'm going to put a link in the show notes where you can just, it's one of those automated things where you can just put your information in and we'll email over to you an ad-free copy of that prayer. I want you guys to have it ad-free. And the way the podcast industry is now, like usually you have to pay a premium. So even if you look at Apple, quick little podcast industry uh, insider, 
when if, if you look at Apple right now, they have like a fee based model. So similar to how like Patreon and, and paywall type of apps go to where you pay a subscription in order to get access to premium and ad free content. Um, that's pretty much what Apple is doing now. But I'm not really interested in doing that for the podcast. I don't want to charge for this show. This is the platform that I come and I pour out for free. I charge the corporations. I don't charge y'all to hear the content. Uh, so I want to offer that to you though. So just put your information in. It'll email it over to you because I want you to continue to go back and reference that prayer. Whenever you feel like you aren't able to seek God for yourself, whenever you feel like you need somebody to pray for you, we covered that. So download it, put it in your phone, put it in your computer, whatever, so that you can go back and consistently reference it. Hey guys, I want to take a second to talk to you about Hover, one of our sponsors. I know you all love learning about tech and Hover is a great tech company to talk about. Hover is a jumping off point for a ton of entrepreneurs and they want you to start your business with a domain name. Hover has over 300 domain name extensions to choose from when building your brand online. No matter what you want to build, there's a domain name waiting for it. You'll find excellent technical support available to answer any questions that you may have. Their support team doesn't even upsell you. They only work hard to help you get online. With free Who Is Privacy Protection, a clean UX, UI, and monthly sales on popular top-level domains, it's hard not to see why Hover is a popular choice for people starting all kinds of businesses. I personally, when it comes to domain names, need customer and tech support. And I need to make sure that who I'm working with isn't just trying to sell me something else, but they're truly here to help me. And that's a feature that I love about this company. Grab this domain name and many more at hover.com slash blessed. You get a 10% discount with our referral link on all new purchases. Make a name for yourself with Hover. On that same note though, that message that God gave me for the show was all about committing. And I want to revisit a bit of my story because you guys listen to me week after week. And I've been doing this show for four and a half years. So you may be listening to Tatum in 2021, but you may not understand that I was that same commitment phobe <laughs> when it came to Christ back in 2017 and, be, and before that. Um, but before I get into that, though, I want to remind you guys that my devotional business meetings with God is available for pre-order right now. So it's a pre-order item, you guys. They're going to ship out this month. Soon as they get to me, I'm sending them to y'all. I'm not hoarding these devotionals. They're getting right back out this house. Um, but that's available at blessedandbossedup.com slash devotional. We have a number that you can text that I'll put in the show notes to where if you uh, send us blessed to that number, you'll get a 20% off discount code for the devotional. And we're also having a challenge. So it's a 90-day devotional, and we're going to be hosting a 10-day challenge within the society, which uh, in this period will be free. This, this challenge period will be free, of course. Um, but we're hosting this accountability challenge where I want to hold you accountable to seeking God on behalf of your business. All of those details are available at blessedandbossedup.com slash devotional. I only have about 25 or so left as I'm recording this. And so those are all the pre-orders. Hundreds of people have purchased these pre-orders for this devotional and I'm down to my last 25. After those 25 are done, 
Um, we're going to order more, but it's, it's definitely not going to be to you by the challenge time. So definitely get that uh, devotional claimed ASAP. If you want to get your friends involved, go ahead and buy a form, tell them cash app you or whatever. Um, but I want you guys to get it in time for this challenge. And I'm down to my last 25. All right. Now that we got the church announcements out the way, I, I want to revisit my testimony because like I said, I don't want you guys to look at me in 2021 and forget where I was at. Even when I first started this podcast back in, I think we launched in 2017, but I started working on it in 2016. Um, I started working on the show maybe like summer 2016, and then we launched January 2017. But um, that same commitment that God was talking about. And a lot of you guys, you asked me a lot about, you know, hearing from God and building that relationship with God. And, and I feel like we get to the point, even when it comes to seeking him on behalf of your business, we're trying to put the cart before the horse in a sense to where before you can make God the CEO, you got to know who God is as your father. You got to know Jesus as your savior. You got to know the, the character of God. You got to know his personality. You got to be able to accept his love. And this is a space that I feel like we oftentimes try to skip over, but it's so necessary because if you truly connected with, understood, internalized the, the magnitude of how God, how much God loves you, it will really make that commitment a lot easier. Think about this, y'all. Jesus died on the cross for our sins thousands of years ago that we commit today. Sins that we're committing right now while we out in these streets, because quote unquote outside opening back up, sins that we commit right now were prepaid for. Like if you just think and just sit in the love of that for a second, how could, who wouldn't serve a God like that? If you look back at your life and think about all the things that should have taken you out that didn't, when you weren't even recognizing or acknowledging God, he still preserved you and saved you. Like if you just really think, I believe that that commitment will be a lot easier. Pre being really present is something that I believe we miss now because we get everything so instantaneously and um, on demand in the way the technology is. We don't have to really, like we're so far ahead that we don't know how to just be right here. And I believe that a part of this faith journey, what will really be beneficial for you, for me, for all of us, is that we take time to truly be present in God's miracles, be present in what he's doing right now, be present in what he's brought us through and reminisce and reflect on those things. Faith, I said in the um, bonus episode, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if we're able to really just sit and read our Bibles and read these stories of faith that will really fan the flames of the faith that we need to continue to see this thing through and to truly commit. But I wanted to just take you guys on my journey for a second because you may be new here. You may, be, you may have been listening for a while and can benefit from just a refresher. You know, the, the Bible says we are saved by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So I want to share with you guys a bit of my testimony in an effort to inspire you and help you with your commitment, especially because it's, it's definitely been a while um, since I talked about my personal journey and my commitment to God. So 
as I've said before, I didn't grow up in church. I went to church relatively often uh, throughout the years, but I I wasn't one of those people who grew up in church. I didn't know what it looked like to truly live a life for Christ. I hadn't seen it. You know, I've seen more so of the lukewarm, one foot in, one foot out. We're going to go to the club on Saturday. We're going to wake up and go to church on Sunday. Them X is going to still be on our hands, but we're going to be in the building. Like that is the type of environment that I was around. And I'm sure that a lot of you guys are around as well. I didn't really experience being around people who truly live righteously through and through. (laughs) Okay. Never seen it. But um, I got saved around maybe 17 or so late teenagers maybe like a junior or senior in high school and I went to uh, something at the church and I felt that I needed to answer the altar call to be saved they asked like are you sure if your name is written in the lamb's book of life I did not know so I went down there and so even at a young age, I knew that God was pulling on me. I didn't have the language to articulate that. I didn't have the resources to do anything with that feeling. And so I just went back to doing what I knew how to do, which was whatever I wanted and being lukewarm and just, you know, confessing with my mouth and believing it in my heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins, but not really living a life that's pleasing to him while I'm here and definitely not seeking him on behalf of what his plan is for me. Like I ain't never heard that one before. So I was definitely nowhere near that. And so that was my foundation, not really knowing how to commit because I hadn't seen it before. And this was before social media is what it is now. So I couldn't even have like virtual mentors or anybody that I could glean from or look up to as far as what life uh, or living life for God looks like. And because I didn't have that, I went back to what I knew, which was not committing. And my false perception of what committing looked like was this Christian handbook that I had been taught, which was don't smoke, don't drink, don't have sex, don't cuss, go to church on Sundays. Like it was this rigid way of life that to me felt more like bondage than it did like freedom. And because I I was always the type of person where I wanted freedom, I didn't want to live like that. It felt too hard and it felt disingenuine. And looking back, the issue, the issue wasn't the standard because we are to live a certain type of way. God called us to be set apart, not to blend in with our surroundings and doing what the world is doing. We're supposed to be salt and light. So what was really the problem was I was taught religion and not relationship. And in order for me to truly get into right standing with God, in order for me to truly experience freedom, because this commitment to Christ breeds freedom. But religion will make it feel like bondage and man-made systems and rules and things that you don't even find in the Bible makes it feel like bondage. But relationship is what makes you free. And I wasn't taught that growing up. And looking back, I believe that that mindset shift is something that's going to be beneficial for you guys as you're on this journey of truly truly committing to Christ is breaking free from religion and walking into relationship. This episode is brought to you by Christian Mingle. 
Are you looking to make meaningful, lifelong connections with someone who shares your beliefs? If so, you've got to try Christian Mingle. With over 2,000 Christian singles signing up every day, Christian Mingle is an established and still growing community of practicing singles. Their ability to help members make quality connections is what sets them apart. You can search and filter potential partners on age, distance, type of relationships you're looking for, and also more specific criteria like height, education level, church attendance, whether they have kids or not, etc. This is all to help you find a like-minded partner that fits your criteria and make a real connection with them. Finding true love is one of life's greatest adventures. Let Christian Mingle guide you on this journey and join a community of practicing singles looking for the one. So discover why so many Christian singles find love at ChristianMingle.com. That's ChristianMingle.com. Let's get back to the show. This episode is brought to you by Bianca C. Designs. Bianca C. Designs serves established businesses in the food and beverage industry and provides cohesive visuals that empower clients to showcase their brand with clarity and confidence. Their signature brand and Squarespace website design package helps their clients achieve greater brand recognition through audience-focused design, intentional collaboration, and a commitment to excellence. After working with their studio, clients will be able to cultivate a brand experience that establishes high consumer expectations, increases brand credibility, and encourages consumer purchases. I must say, I work with Bianca C. Designs on a few projects, including the business meetings with God devotional that you guys have seen us promote. Now, even though Bianca has pivoted to working with companies just in the food and beverage industry, I have to attest to her level of professionalism, her skillful design, and her customer service and project management skills. She made me feel like I was her only client, and I definitely know that's not the case. Visit BiancaCDesigns.com slash BBU to schedule a free consultation call. Again, that's BiancaCDesigns.com slash BBU to schedule a free consultation call. Let's get back to the show. And so for any of you guys who may be struggling, that's one piece of advice from my story that I would give you. And so fast forward to when I got saved, saved, this is a period of time in my life that I I really gave my life to Christ in a sense where I committed that I was going to live for him. Now, not to say that I was perfect right after that, because that is a bold faced lie. I'm still not perfect right now, but I had a heart posture where I, I desired to please God and I desired to be in relationship with him and to truly live out who he created me to be. And the difference between this recommitment and before was I took control over building a relationship with God for myself. Now, before I was a teenager, I was young, I was still in my parents' house, hadn't been out yet. Now, when I got saved, saved, I was grown, out living on my own. I was had already started a business at this point, so I was in entrepreneurship. I was working, I was a whole adult. And I was responsible now for what my life was going to look like and if I was going to live a life that was acceptable to God or not. And I had made the decision and I made a covenant with God in my closet. I say, God, if you light a fire on the inside of me for you, I will not turn back. And that has been the commitment that I made that day that I continue to reinforce 
by my decision sense. So when you talk about being committed, it's not about how perfect you can be. It's not about how well you wear this mask of Christianity. It's about the decisions that you make to obey God on a day-to-day basis. Now we can't talk about obeying God and doing what he says if we haven't covered the foundation of understanding his word. And I started off that way, just we have to, we can't put the cart before the horse. Relationship comes by getting to know somebody. When you meet a person and um, you guys are developing a relationship via friendship, romantic, uh, work relationship, whatever the context may be, you get to know that person. And the way that we get to know God is we go back to his word. And so for me, I knew that I needed to get to know God. And so I decided to open my Bible. I got to the point where with the Bible that I had, where I didn't understand it. It was written in like maybe the New King James translation. So it wasn't as thou thee and all of that, but it was still, I still wasn't, it wasn't clicking for me to fully comprehend. And so with that, I started to buy books. Joyce Meyer is somebody that I absolutely love. And a lot of her books are the foundation of my relationship with God because they helped me to understand. And I started buying, so I started buying her books. I bought a new Bible. It was a a study Bible that somebody had actually recommended to me. And that's the one that I always recommend to y'all. And, um, I bought a journal. It was one of them $5 journals from TJ Maxx that was just had like some flowers on the front or whatever, maybe a little quote and it was blank. And I would use that journal to write out my feelings, write down scriptures that resonated with me. When I started, when I was in church, if the pastor would say something that would just hit different, like y'all know when somebody say something, it just hit like, dang, like that was, that was for me. So if you ever hear say that is for me, when you're listening to something and it's a scripture being said, write it down. And even if I couldn't even catch this, the, where the scripture was. So even if I didn't know it was James two and four, I will write down the words and I will go to Google and type in scripture and the words and the scripture will then pop up. I will find it and I will begin to read it. So not just reading that particular text, but I will use my study Bible to figure out the context of the whole book or the chapter. What are the themes? How does this relate to today? I even then discovered that there were uh, Bible studies online. So I would go to Amazon and find different Bible studies of texts that may have been resonating with me that I wanted a deeper understanding of. Lifeway.com is another place that I would go. I knew of Lifeway as being like the Christian store in the mall, but I didn't know they had this online marketplace where you can get Bible studies and things of that nature. And we still use a lot of those today, even with like the society, we'll get like the group licenses so that we can post them in our group and things. But I would go and get these Bible studies so that I can understand Now, at this time, I was an entrepreneur, but I wasn't seeking God on behalf of my business yet. I was just seeking God to build a relationship with him because I committed to doing that. And I would set aside time to pray and I would write down my prayers. There was one time I wrote down a list of things that I was believing in God for. And I did this often. This is why I have tools like the um, God's track record spreadsheet that I offered on some one of these videos and podcasts we create so much content i can't even remember it's somewhere if you want to know where it is like dm us on instagram and the team will make sure you get it so um i started writing down different prayer requests and i would go back when they were answered and i would write the date 
that the prayer was answered. And just doing these things started to build my faith. It started to build my trust. It made it started making it a lot easier to truly commit and live this life because I was seeing what God was doing. And not only just what he was doing for me, but just my countenance changed. My, I mean, I was this, this girl at this time, I'm in my early 20s. I was this ambitious girl, but still very broken. Um, accomplished a lot on the surface, but still very hurt internally. Still had a lot of trauma that I needed to deal with. Still was angry in a lot of ways and snappy in a lot of ways and not really loving people the way that I should because I had been hurt by people so much. And so I God cleaned me up. So I, I don't even want to get to so much to the point where I'm talking about what he's done as far as the things he's given or the blessings that he's given because he's going to do those things too. But those things meant are small to me compared to the way that he cleaned me up, the way that I can look at myself in the mirror and love me. No matter what weight I may be or what I may look like externally, I love who I am. And I am very much so proud of the woman that I am. Very confident in who I am. I wasn't always like this. My grandmother will tell you, when um, I was younger, I wouldn't even look people in the face. I always looked down because I didn't want, I didn't even have enough confidence to look somebody in their eyes. But now I walk into the room. I'm not going to be the extroverted person because that's just not my temperament, but I'm going to walk into the room with my chin up, my shoulders back and, and exude a level of confidence that only comes from the peace of God. And it only comes from God truly molding me and cleaning me up. There's no way that I could even be the wife that I am without God cleaning me up first. And so I I have to just stress when it comes to commitment, again, we can't put the cart before the horse where we're trying to get these things in our business and see the success and neglect the fact that God is also a God that cares about us. He knows every hair on our head. He made us. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are royal priesthood, a chosen generation. Like God says that we are royalty. And so as I built this relationship, not only did I see how he came through, I also started to see how he was changing me. And so I kept this up. I kept reading the books and writing down the scriptures, going, uh, doing the Bible studies, all of these things that I listed, keeping my journal, writing everything down. I kept doing these things. And then I got to the point where God started speaking to me about my, my calling and, um, really seeking him on behalf of the entrepreneurial endeavors that I was doing. And so at this time I had the podcast and God began to give me instructions. And again, we talked about committing All this stuff that I talked about before, building a relationship, that was the foundation and that built up my faith to be able to give these scary yeses to God when they didn't make sense. Y'all see me now, y'all see this show with these these sponsors uh, throwing all this money on the show and you see all these listeners and followers and this uh, very successful company and all of these things that we're able to do, these events and all of that. But back when God started giving me instructions on what to do, none of that was even a factor. So the first instruction was do the podcast by yourself. I procrastinated on that for about six months and then I decided to do it. The next instruction was change the name. 
And so I started doing episodes called, um, I did, my first episode was called Blessed and Bossed Up, where I told the audience about how we were changing everything about the show. I was doing it by myself. I was going to be talking about God because he was doing some things in my life and I was going to start being vocal about it. Um, the episode after that was like CEO you versus CEO God. And that's when I first introduced the God is my CEO concept. This was back in 27, the end of 2017, going into the top of 2018. And so I'm giving him my yes. None of this is making sense to me. None of it. (laughs) I had no clue what these yeses were going to amount to. But within the first month of God then using my platform or me committing or surrendering this platform to him and allowing him to speak through me every week, the listenership doubled. That was at the top of 2018. Around that time, he also told me to shut down my business. You guys know that story. It's on my YouTube. So I shut the business down. So I started making money. Before then, I was getting clients. I was on my way to to making money in my business. He told me to shut it down. I shut it down, pulled the plug. So now I'm, I'm making no money anymore. This episode is brought to you by Movement. In a tiny apartment in Southern California, two college dropouts teamed up to create a watch company that broke all the rules. With fair prices, unexpected colors, and clean original designs, Movement grew into one of the fastest growing watch brands shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. Now, Movement has expanded into blue light glasses that protect your eyes from screens, minimalist jewelry, and more style essentials that don't break the bank all designed out of their California headquarters. On July 20th, Movement is celebrating their eighth year anniversary by running a huge site-wide sale. Every single thing is 28% off. That's 28% off of all of their best-selling watches, blue light glasses, jewelry, and more. Y'all, I have some beautiful sunglasses and a watch from movement. Now I'm the type of person who I like things that look expensive. It doesn't have to always have the expensive price tag, but it needs to look expensive, be clean, be well-made and be beautiful. And that's what I love about movements pieces. The shades are gorgeous and the watch is amazing. It's the perfect accessory that I need when I'm doing business meetings or if I just wanna look cute on a day-to-day and it doesn't have that crazy expensive price tag. Movement is going all out, y'all, for their eighth birthday. This is their biggest sale of the year. So take advantage of these price points before they go. Celebrate eight years of movement with 28% off site-wide. Don't miss out on movement's biggest sale of the year. Go to mvmt.com slash blessed and enjoy your 28% off. That's 28% off site-wide at mvmt.com dot com slash blessed join the movement then he tells me to do the prayer journal that was the god is my ceo prayer journal that came out in i think february it was around my birthday i believe in 2018 put that out wrote my first book blessed and bossed up put that out again still not knowing what these yeses were going to amount to putting these products out was cool but this wasn't a sustainable company that i wanted to build and that i was building before So then God tells us to go on tour, tells me to go on tour. I go on tour, call Kavaya. She comes with me. We have no clue. Um, I'm rushing through some of these things because I've told you guys these enough before, but I just want to recap so that you understand commitment is not about 
waiting for God to prove he's worth committing to. It's about committing because he doesn't have to do anything else to prove to you that he's worthy. The price been paid. Them sins you committing right now that he's going to forgive you for. Jesus died on the cross for them thousands of years ago. God doesn't have to do anything else for you in order for you to say yes to him. And so I want to give you examples and hope that my testimony of saying yes, when I didn't know what was on the other side of it and you being able to see me today and the fruit that I've been able to bear as a result of that, I'm hoping that that will encourage you to commit to him. When I did that episode last week, that was another example of God saying, Hey, do a prayer call on the podcast. One of my objections to that was like, well, God, we got ads. Like, how are we going to do a prayer call on the podcast when I'm going to have to interrupt the podcast for these ads that have already been paid for? I did the prayer call anyway because it's not my job to figure out anything. It's my job to just be obedient. But then now, you know, after the fact, we found a creative way to still give you the episode uninterrupted without breaking any of our uh, obligations as far as advertising partnerships goes. But in the moment, I had to just say yes. And I've gotten so many DMs, emails of people giving me their testimony. Shout out to all of you guys who send me emails. I read all of them. I, I don't always respond, but I read all of the testimony emails because that fuels me. That fans the flame of my faith. Just because I'm, honestly, y'all, I'm talking to myself. Like when I'm recording this right now, I'm in my son's playroom. It's Saturday at 8, 16 p.m., I'm going to record this, schedule it to go out at midnight, a Sunday morning, but I'm talking to myself. So to be able to just see the fruit of obedience, and it's not, the fruit isn't always the thing, but to, to see people saying like, Tatum, I recommitted my life to Christ after hearing that prayer call. Like I had, I had took a break from the podcast. And God brought you back to my mind or this, the show popped up or was recommended or I saw like whatever the thing was, I saw it on Instagram. And so now I knew like, oh, I need to go and listen to this episode and boom, exactly what I've been praying and believing God for you already covered. So it is so, I say it all the time, there are yeses attached to your obedience. And so you have to commit because that commitment is going to get somebody else to recommit to God. That commitment is going to allow you to build the thing, the business that's going to change the world. That commitment is going to allow you to break those generational curses off your family. That commitment is going to make your family want to know God because they see what God has done in your life. So to bring it full circle, y'all see like my Instagram posts, y'all see all the videos we do on YouTube and all of the things where I share with you guys what God is doing in my life. You see the results and the the success. But I want you to understand that commitment. And I wanted to just take the story back to the beginning for a second. Because I probably could have done more sooner had I truly built a relationship with God when I got saved. I shouldn't have had to get saved saved. <laughs> you know, I laugh about it because it's a funny term that I use. But I shouldn't have... Who said that I had the time to go to get saved, saved? I should have took care of this then. And I didn't. And I'm grateful that God saw fit to give, to continue to give me opportunities. And that's part of the reason why I've been so committed and, and just always referring whenever God gives me a big assignment, always referring back to 
that time in my closet where I told him I was going to truly live my life for him because I know that I should have done that before. And he loved me enough to keep me to be able to get to that point. And so again, for you guys, I want you to commit. This is my second appeal from last week. Last week, I I shared what God wanted me to say. We got to praying. But this week is me uh, 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 petitioning you once again to truly commit, recommit your life to God, recommit your life to God today to the point where every decision that you make after today, I want you to go back to this moment where you said, you know what, God, and and say this, that God, I surrender to you. Forgive me, Lord, for the times that I kept turning back. Forgive me, time, forgive me, God, for the times where I let the sin overtake my decision. Forgive me, God, to where I was lukewarm and not truly uh, seeking ye first, the kingdom of God. Forgive me for wanting all things to be added unto me before I sought you first. Forgive me, God. I ask for you to forgive me. I repent from sins knowingly and unknowingly committed on this day, God. And Father, I declare right now that it is me and you, Father, that I will not depart, that I am here. Father, I want to know you on a deeper level. I want to build a relationship with you like never before. I want to hear you, hear you like I've never heard you before, Lord God. Father, I want you to help me tame my flesh to continue to submit and surrender to you. So say whatever it is you need to say to God, be open, be vulnerable. This is where I was in that moment. I said, God, I'm not passionate about you. And that's why I've been playing around all these years. But God, I ask that if you just light the fire on the inside of me, I won't, I won't depart from you, God. I promise you on this day in my closet that I'm going to be in this with you, God. And that's what I did. That's what I said, because that was my truth. And so now as God just continues to, to grow me and stretch me and bless me and change me. And as those instructions and things get bigger, I go back to that moment where I committed. And I always say above all, I just want to be a person who does what she says she's going to do. It doesn't even have to be too deep. I just want to be a person of integrity. And and as a person of integrity, I am somebody who committed to God. And so I'm going to stick that out. And again, that doesn't mean I'm going to be perfect. That just means that when I fall, I'm going to get back up. When I sin, I'm going to turn back and repent. Same for you. So again, I I petition you. I I just really want to just give you that big sister push, that little sister push, that cousin friend, whatever you think of me of. I just want to push you closer to God today. So that's it. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. I hope me just recapping my story um, and just letting God use me over the last 30 minutes or so. Bless you. Make sure that you uh, subscribe to the show rate the show, follow us on Instagram at blessed and bossed up. Follow me at Tatum Tamia, and I will talk to you guys next week.